From the studios of Boise State Public Radio News, you're listening to Idaho Matters. The lifeblood of an organization, a nonprofit, is especially, especially an arts organization that is a nonprofit, is to extend its reach. So for the Boise Philharmonic, that has led to something called Sonic Boom. It's made up of some familiar inspiration, but in a really unique and new format. So to find out more, our Morning Edition host, George Prentice, sat down with Andrew Martin, the Boise Phil's Education Coordinator and Community Engagement Manager. Let's take a listen. So I'm going to ask you for the big reveal. Tell us about Sonic Boom. So Sonic Boom is actually the curriculum program for the Boise Phil um, that has gone through a few different adaptations and iterations. Uh, it was rewritten last summer just as a support system to, to teachers throughout the Treasure Valley and just as a, an additional resource if they wanted to connect a little bit more with the classical side and with what Boise Phil was doing in the community. And from there, it's branched out into children's concerts and now our family concert. And it's opened up the door to a lot of collaborations with local organizations so we're really lucky to have a collaboration with BCT um, and actually bring this concert to life. So let's talk about that. Paint a word picture for us. So Boise Contemporary Theater. Uh, let's see, James Lloyd, right? Local artist. Yes. I So originally there, were ve- there was a very different idea of what this uh, children's concerts and family concert was going to be. Um, and there was always this idea with animation. And I've always been a huge fan of James's illustrations through tree fort and other community aspects and um, his, his own, his own stuff that he's, he's created as a comic book and all this amazing output. Um, so I, I contacted him and told him, I have this crazy idea. There's the story with these two intergalactic musical explorers who are coming to earth and they're learning about the orchestra for the first time. Do you want to be involved with this? And he said, Absolutely. From there, we have these two characters that now we can bring to life and we can give presence on stage. And I, I said, okay, well, I have to reach out to BCT and see if Jen Stockwell would be able or willing to do that. And she's been absolutely uh, wonderful to work with. And we, we have two actors who are going to embody silence and sound um, in this concert. Chris Canfield is going to be silence. Um, and Austin Von Johnson, who are both amazing local actors who work with uh, Idaho Shakespeare and, and a bunch of bunch of um, places. I'm looking at this program, and I get excited yeah. already. I see Grieg uh, in the Hall of the Mountain King. There are some Mozart, Strauss, La Tarantella, and even I think some people would consider a modern day classic artist, uh, Oscar winner John Williams, and, and music from yeah. ET. Yes, absolutely. Um, the the program it was it was done by Jen Drake, um, who's the music director for the youth orchestra here, and who's kind of taken the reins of the family concert and the children's concerts. So she's she's done such a, a wonderful job programming for uh, for this and for BPYO for our three concerts this year as well. So talk to me about the concerts. What what grades attend? So third through fifth grade. Um, it could be adapted for second graders as well, but we're trying to keep for that primary primary age group. And students from where uh, across the region? The the bigger districts in the area: Boise, West Ada, Nampa, Cuna, Valley View, pretty much sprawling all the way across. And those are the public schools. And then we've 
I've also reached out to charter schools and private schools, homeschool groups, um, anyone who's who is interested, really. Do I have this number right? 94 groups? Yes, from 94 wow. different schools or homeschool groups. Yeah. Uh, kids from all over the region are bussed in for that matinee? Well, the, the children's concerts during the day, they'll be bussed in um, during the week, and that'll be on March 14th, 15th, and 16th. We have two showings in the morning um, and then we'll do our family concert, which is a, where it's the same program on the 18th for free in the middle of the day at the Morrison Center. So that is open to all families. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. How do people participate? How do, how do they get in? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all you have to do is call or go online and reserve a ticket um, just to make sure that you have a seat. Um, it's absolutely free and hear this performance. It's fantastic. Engagement is what you do every day, but can you talk about that secret sauce? You know, it, it's all about making that first connection, right? Being a teacher myself for, for 10 years and just going through music programs, what I remember is when the high school used to come and do a tour or the middle school band would come and do a tour and show us what they were doing. Or whenever we would have visitors, that was always something that I latched onto personally and a lot of the the students and my colleagues kind of feel the same. So we, we want to continue doing this um, and, and build it up into something really, really special. Uh, and for some students, it's a first time being in first time music experience okay. or being in the Morrison Center. So to, to make that as, as special as possible, that's the goal. Music to the schools continues as well, right? With Chamber? Yes, yes. This year for our curriculum program, um, whether it was connected with the curriculum, if teachers were using that or not, we had our chamber groups go out into the schools, um, our, our brass quintet, woodwind quintet, and string quartet, and share some excerpts that are being played for the school concert. But it was kind of left up to them how they wanted to connect musically and program. Um, and there was a about a 35-minute um, presentation where they go through their instruments and they go through just the elements of music. And just make students aware who are either in a beginning ensemble or wanting to be in an ensemble. They're aware of these musical terms, what it means, what the musicians are doing, what they're reading on the page, how they're playing that bassoon, if they're really interested in that. Yeah, and and it went really, really well. So again, remind us of these dates, their morning performances for the schools when they come in. And what dates are those? That's March 14th, 15th, and 16th. There's a performance at 10 a.m. and then 11.30, and a bunch of local school districts and schools have signed up for those. And then on March 18th at 2 p.m., we'll have our family concert at the Morrison Center. And again, to attend, what do we need to do? Yeah, go ahead and go online and reserve a ticket, or you can call our box office and talk with Nikki and reserve your ticket for... Um, for free. Come and come and listen to some music. And that's Andrew Martin, the Boise Philharmonic's education coordinator, speaking with our morning edition host, George Prentice, about Sonic Boom. Thanks so much for listening to Idaho Matters. Boise State Public Radio and Idaho Matters are members of the NPR Network. It's an independent coalition of public media podcasters. You can find more shows in the network wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Gemma Gaudette. We'll see you tomorrow. This is Chip Brantley co-host of the NPR podcast, White Lies. Before we found the man in Vancouver, before we sued the State Department, 
Before we snuck into the graveyard of a federal penitentiary, all we had were the photographs. Photographs of a group of Cuban men standing on the roof of a prison in rural Alabama. That's this season on the NPR podcast, White Lies. 